Once upon a time, the holy Baal Shem Tev attended the chasana of one of his enoklach. His grandchild was getting married, and many distinguished guests came to participate in the simcha. As the Baal Shem Tov was walking to the chuppah, accompanied by his tamidim, they saw a yid, a stranger to town, driving in. When the horse and the wagon in which the stranger was riding passed the wedding procession headed by the Balshemtev, the Balshemtev left the procession and walked over to the stranger. He whispered something in the stranger's ear, and then the stranger drove on to the Kretschmer. The Talmidim of the Balshemtev were very surprised. They decided that the stranger even though he looked like an ordinary Jew, must be a tzaddik nistar, a hidden tzaddik. After the chasana, the Talmidim went to the Kretschma in order to meet the tzaddik and perhaps learn a few things from him. They greeted the stranger, saying the customary greeting, Shalom Aleichem Rebbe. The stranger looked at them in surprise and said, Rebbe? What do you mean, Rebbe? I am no Rebbe, and I'm not even the son of a Rebbe. We know what you're playing at, said the Talmidim. You're trying to remain in secret, but it's no use denying it. The holy Baal Shem Tov went up to speak to you and whispered something in your ear, so you must be a tzaddik. We would like to get to know you and learn from you. The stranger again claimed that he was no tzaddik. But the Talmidim continued to ask him that he should share with them a story or some teaching. So seeing that he had no escape from them, the Jew decided to tell them his story. You might as well know that I am a simple Jew coming from a small town some distance away, said the stranger. There's nothing great that I can tell you about myself. But I can tell you that your master, the holy Baal Shem Tov, is truly a tzaddik. Let me tell you. I have a good friend who lives across the road from my house. We've been best friends since we were in Cheder together as children, like brothers, sharing in each other's joys and in each other's sorrows. My friend is a hard worker. He goes around to villages and farms, selling to the farmers and their wives all sorts of wares like needle and thread and buttons, and he buys from them farm products like flax or honey or wax. He brings those products to town and sells them. Whatever profit he makes, he pays his debts and supports his wife and family. He has a name as an honest person and he receives a lot of goods on credit. Whenever he would come home after several weeks of visiting the farms, there was a great rejoicing in the family, and many neighbors would come to greet him. I was always the first. One day my neighbor returned home after a long trip. In the evening I went over to visit him again. His wife was busy in the kitchen. The children were sleeping, but my friend was out. So I went to the cupboard to take his tobacco to fill my pipe. 
I saw a bundle of money lying there, quite loosely and openly. Anyone could have walked off with it. It occurred to me that my friend was being irresponsible. I decided to teach him a lesson by playing a trick on him. I took the bundle of money, I put it in my pocket, and I walked out, intending to return home and bring him back his money, thinking that the fright he would get when he thought that it was stolen would have taught him a valuable lesson. In the meantime, my friend did come home and saw that the money was gone, and he became very frightened. He asked his wife if she had seen the money, and she hadn't. They became frantic. They turned their house upside down looking for the money. They raised a hue and cry. Friends and neighbors came in and all went out on the search to see if the money had been dropped somewhere. When I came into the house of my friend with the bundle of money in my pocket, I felt ashamed of what I had done, and I didn't have the courage to tell them there and then that it was I who had taken the money, just as a joke. I pretended to know nothing about the loss of the money, and I offered my sympathy to my friend. I decided that I would return the money secretly when no one was around. But I kept postponing the return of the money from day to day, being afraid that perhaps I would get caught or perhaps that no one would believe that I had intended to just play a trick on my friend. People wouldn't believe me and they would say that I was a thief. The longer I waited, the more difficult it became to make amends. The news of the theft had spread throughout the town. I felt so badly, but I saw no way out. In the meantime, my friend's creditors made a settlement with him, and the Yetzahara within me began to try to persuade me that perhaps the matter was not as bad as I felt. You will find a way of returning the money, said my Yetzahara. In the meantime, why don't you take it out and do some business with it? You might make a profit. You'll be able to return what you took and keep the rest. Anyway, you can't do anything about it now. You might as well go out there and do some business. Then I thought, but surely people will know that I'm doing business with money that's not mine. Everyone knows I don't have a lot of money. So the Yetzahara spoke up again and said, Just go to some other town where no one knows you. Tell your friends you're going out into the world to try your luck. You will eventually come back with lots of money and you'll settle the matter with your friend quickly and fairly. And this is what I did, said the stranger. I rented a horse and wagon this very morning. On the way to a distant city, I passed through this town and here, as you saw, your saintly Rebbe stopped me and whispered in my ear, What do you think he said? He said, My friend, it is not too late now to put the matter right, but later it may be too late. Take my advice. Go back home and return the money to your friend and neighbor. Tell him the truth. He will believe you, and in any case, I will come soon and testify that you had no other thought in your mind but to teach your friend a lesson, even though it was a terrible idea. Well, what should I tell you, my friends? said the stranger. 
I felt as if a big load was taken off my chest. I will travel home tomorrow to do exactly as the Holy Baal Shem Tov said. I feel so grateful to him. I don't know how he knew, but I will never forget what he did for me, and nor will I ever play such cruel tricks anymore. It's I who have learned my lesson. The Talmidim were now convinced that the stranger was indeed no tzaddik, but an ordinary Jew. Yet they too realized that they had learned a valuable lesson, and that is that there is much to learn from even an ordinary Jew. Thank you.